You are listening to the Find Your Voice in English podcast. Hey guys, what's up? Welcome back to another episode of the Find Your Voice in English podcast. In today's episode, I planned on having a little chit chat and talking about how to deal with comparison when you are learning English. I personally struggled a lot with comparing myself to other English learners. And even though I wouldn't say, oh, yeah, I'm totally over that. Now I never compare myself to anyone. I do feel like over the years I've gathered and developed some techniques and I created some type of mindset shift that helped me stop comparing myself and help me stay or run my own race instead of trying to compete with other people. Because the reality is that life is not a competition, even though that's what you see or that's how society wants you to think. Like everyone is competing to get that, to get happiness, to get that success, to get that relationship. The reality is that we're all on a different journey in life and we all have different goals, we have different strengths, weaknesses, we have a different purpose. So it's really quite irrelevant comparing yourself with other people. But when it comes to learning English, I must say that comparison is definitely a very toxic, unhealthy habit that can demotivate you from learning, that can even discourage you from learning English in the first place because you see all these people and you're like, oh, they speak perfect English. They're so much better than me. They never make mistakes. And it just totally puts you off from speaking English in the first place. And I guess one of the main, um, how would I call it? One of the main factors that contributes to this comparison is social media. Because yeah, social media, if it's used as a tool, it, it it's awesome. But let's face it, like you can find like-minded people to talk and interact. You can advocate for what's important. It's it's an amazing tool. Having said that, it can also be a very destructive tool where you're basically just seeing other people's highlight reel and thinking, oh, these people have it all together. Look at me. My life is horrible. When in reality, these people that show their lives are only showing their their happiest or the best moments and you really don't know what's happening behind the scenes. But even though we know that, we know that social media is fake and not real. I'm not talking about everything because a lot of people use social media for their businesses and everything is is real. Like, <laughs> But I'm talking about these, especially I would say maybe models or people who just post about the great things in life, how they're traveling, how now they're having kids and now they're getting married and everything is rainbows and sunshines basically, which is great, but it's not real life. And I think when it comes to learning English, it can be really easily, it can be really easy to start comparing yourself to other English learners who are now using their English in their business and who are doing, you know, amazing things because they learned English. The, they build a successful YouTube channel. And a lot of people, or one of the most common pieces of advice that I heard to stop comparing yourself with other people is, oh, just use them as inspiration. 
just use them as inspiration. And yeah, I think seeing that as or using these people as inspiration can be helpful at times, but I do think that sometimes it's just not enough and that when you there's a point where you see, okay, this helps me as inspiration, but if I'm just binging on their content and feeling bad about myself, I'm putting myself down, it's not inspiration. That's self-destructive to you. So I would say that one of the most important things when you are learning English is to make sure that the content you're consuming, whether it's from other native speakers or English teachers or even English learners that are now teaching English, make sure it empowers you. It makes you feel good about yourself. Make sure that these people are not bringing you down and making you feel like what you're doing is not enough. I mean, I see all of these maybe teachers and maybe I, um, I have done this myself too because I didn't know it was destructive. You see all these teachers saying, stop saying very, stop saying this, stop saying this. And it's, it's not helpful because it keeps you caught up in your own head because when you want to speak, you're like, oh no, I shouldn't say very, oh no, I shouldn't say I'm tired because then I won't sound natural, but what should I say then? And instead of focusing on connection and communicating with other people, you end up getting so caught up in the little details that just don't really matter at the end of the day. So I would say start with removing, unfollowing all the people that are just not inspiring. And I had to do that myself. For example, when I started learning English, I was following a bunch of YouTube channels, which were great. They taught me a lot of great expressions, how to stay motivated, and you know, just very, they had a lot of valuable content when it comes to learning English. But some of them were not really helping me. I realized that I was comparing myself to them all the time and feeling, oh, they have such great English. How do they do it? They're younger than me. Look at me. And it was just becoming very toxic and unhealthy. And I decided, you know what? I think I'm just going to try to unfollow them and, you know, just not consume this content anymore. And fast forward a couple of months, I can say it was one of the best decisions I made. And I must say there was there was absolutely nothing wrong with these people who were posting content as someone who had learned English as a second language. It was about me. It had nothing to do with them, but everything to do with my mental health and my own sanity for a lack of better for a lack of a better word. So I would say start with removing all types of social media content that's not empowering, that's not helping you, and that's making you feel bad about yourself. You want to make sure that you consume and content that empowers you, that makes you, yeah, that, that inspires you to learn English and that makes you feel good about yourself. I love when I watched a video, for example, one of my favorite YouTube channels is Hadar. And one of the things that she always emphasizes is you don't need to sound like a native speaker. Whatever they tell you out there that sound like a native speaker in 30 days, the goal of learning a language is just communication. <laughs> Sounding like a native speaker is not really a requirement at all to speaking and communicating with other people. And I just happen to find that so empowering. So make sure that I'll reiterate this over and over and over that you are consuming content that inspires you, educates you, and 
it it just makes you be a better person. My next tip or my next let's call it reminder to keep in mind when you are comparing yourself with other people is that you never never know what's happening behind the scenes. You only know what's happening on a surface level. So while you may see someone having great speaking skills that can deliver amazing conversation skills, you never really know what's happening behind the scenes. Maybe they have great speaking skills, but they struggle with writing. Maybe, and maybe that's the other way around for you. Maybe you have great writing skills, but you're struggling a little bit with your pronunciation. So really, you you never truly know what's happening behind the scenes. And this not only goes for learning English, but also for other things. Like, you see, there are a lot of people in life that appear to have it all together. They have an amazing career. They're an entrepreneur. They're making a six-figure business. But actually, they're deeply struggling internally. They're struggling with depression. They have no friends. They have no relationships. So really, all of these people, even though you see people who seem to have the most amazing and quote-unquote perfect life, these are sometimes the people that are struggling the most. So I think it's just a good reminder to keep in mind when you are comparing yourself to other people, you never truly know what's happening behind the scenes. And oftentimes the people who seem the happiest or who, or who are always laughing are the ones that are struggling the most. So my second tip is to keep in mind that your goal or your journey is yours only because everyone when it comes to learning English and pretty much anything in your life has different goals. You have different goals than other English learners. You have different goals, not only goals, but also different values, different habits, different strengths, different weaknesses. For instance, someone may be learning English because they want to get a better job, they want to get a promotion. So they have to learn a lot of business English vocabulary or how to deal with clients. But maybe another person just wants to learn English because they want to connect with people from all around the world. They want to travel. So it's really quite irrelevant for a person who is learning English to learn to travel around the world to compare themselves with someone who's learning English for their job. It just it's irrelevant. It's it doesn't make sense because you simply have different goals and it's just not a fair comparison. So just keep in mind that you're different. <laughs> you're different than all the other English learners because even though you may have the same goal of getting that job, you still you're, you're still a different person who has different learning methods, who has a different brain who has, yeah, a different life. And that's not good or bad. It just means that you're different and comparing yourself to other people is pretty much irrelevant because it's an unfair comparison. And my other tip to deal with comparison when you're learning English is to keep in mind that if you see that someone has achieved something, whether it's the perfect accent, even though they have never lived in an English speaking country or someone who has achieved fluency in two years and now they build a successful business and that's something that you want, just keep in mind that the things that you see are only confirmation of what's possible. If you see someone having a career that you love or someone having the perfect family, 
this is not something that, oh, that's never going to happen to you. No, if someone has it, it's only confirmation that you can have it as well. I'm going to tell you a little bit of a little bit of a story that I happen to find very thought provoking. And that is the story of the runner. I think he was called Roger Bannister. And he basically ran run five or actually one mile in under four minutes. And it was around the 1950s. And at that time, it was believed that it was impossible for a human being to run a mile in less than four minutes because the human body was physically incapable of doing that. So absolutely no one had at least it was not no no one no one knew of about anyone that could run a mile in less than four minutes. But on May 6th, 1954, Roger Bannister was the first person to beat the odds and break the record and run a mile under five minutes. And guess what? That same year, 24 other people run a mile in under four mile in under in under four minutes. And to this day, 2022, over 1,000 people, I think it's over 1,800 people, have now run a mile in under four miles. So this just goes to show that if someone can do it, it's a confirmation of what's possible. And I know we're talking about something extreme because we're not all runners, although it, it's, it's a more extreme case. But when it comes to English, everyone has the capacity to start learning English. It doesn't matter what your primary or what your elementary or high school teacher told you that you were just not good at English, that your pronunciation just sucked. It, it, it doesn't matter because if you see someone speaking English fluently and you think, wow, that's what I want, just know that that's confirmation of something that you can do it and that you will do it. Because if you, if you see someone and they speak very good English, they speak fluently, they speak confidently with freedom, just keep that as a confirmation that, yeah, I'll do it. It's not a matter of how, but when. So just keep that in mind. Other people's success is confirmation that you can achieve it as well. And something else to keep in mind when you start to compare yourself to learning English is to remember that every minute you spend comparing yourself, you are actually spending your time or actually wasting your time on something that um, you could be working on yourself instead of wasting that time comparing yourself with other people. Because the truth is, when it comes to learning English, it's a journey with you. You are your only competitor. You need to run your own race. There are no competitors because everyone is running a completely different race and learning English for a different reason. So I would say become so immersed in your own English learning journey that you forget how people are doing because you're so focused and you're focusing all your attention, energy, and time on your own journey and not wasting your time worrying about how other people are doing. The other day, I came across uh, a quote that really made me think. And 
That quote is, too many people think the grass is greener somewhere else, but the grass is green where you water it. Remember it. I'm going to say it again. Too many people think the grass is greener somewhere else, but the grass is green where you water it, or the grass is greener where you water it. So in order to understand this expression, I guess you have to know the expression, the grass is always greener on the other side. We use this expression to say that people always appear to be better off than us, to have more money, to have a better life, even though it may not actually be true. So I think what this goes to show is that even though you may think that other people have better English than you, the reality is that the only, the only reason why they have better English than you is because they watered their own grass, they worked on their English, they were focusing on their own improvement instead of comparing themselves to other people. They focused all their attention and energy on their own journey, on their own self-improvement journey. And yeah, because it, it's just the truth. If you see people who indeed have a greener grass, it's just because they invested more time and energy in improving themselves and didn't waste time seeing how other people, how other people's grass is doing. So I invite you to start doing the same, to start watering your own grass, to start investing your time and energy on your garden. Focus all your attention on your grass, on your self-improvement, on your journey towards fluency. Because remember, every time you peek at your neighbor's garden to see how grass it is, you're wasting your precious time and energy that you could be spending on your own garden. There's one message that I want you to take away is to just focus on your own improvement. Because the reality is that you are your only competition. And once you become so determined and willing to be a little bit better than yesterday, to learn one thing, you start to break the record and set your own PR, which is to set your own personal record. That's winning. That's winning in life. If you are a little bit better than yesterday, that's all that matters. You don't need to compare yourself to anyone because your journey is different than everyone else and it's just irrelevant and it's just a waste of time to compare yourself because other people are not you. You are not them and you have different strengths, goals, purpose. So it's completely irrelevant to compare yourself to that English learner in Russia who has perfect English when the reasons why you're learning English are completely different from one another. So yeah, sorry, that was a little bit of a rant, but it's true. So yeah, maybe I know this episode was a little bit more of a pep talk and rant, but I hope it just helps you think about how you compare, maybe you are comparing yourself to other people in English, how it's actually very self-destructive and, you know, taking away all of your precious energy and time that you could be spending on your own improvement. So yeah, just think about it. So I'm going to leave you with some food for thought and know that you're your only competitor in this journey, not only when it comes to learning English, but in life, because once again, everyone has a different journey. 
So that's what I'm going to leave you for today. I hope this episode helped you reflect and hopefully invite you to start becoming aware and catch yourself whenever you compare yourself like, huh, interesting. I'm comparing myself to other people and start taking action towards not comparing yourself. Maybe it's unfollowing these people. Maybe it's creating those mindset shifts. Whatever it is, do whatever is possible, whatever you need to do to start to quit this habit, to drop this unhealthy and toxic habit because it's not helping you. It's not benefiting you. So I'm just going to end it here. I hope you have a wonderful day and I'll talk to you on my next episode.